At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free stews. The only pet food with Red Barn Bully Sticks. Blog Talk Radio.
oh, my God, you guys, just fucking get a prescription for Accutane and stop picking at your face. Nobody's going to love you if you're all fucking gnarly and mangled. I wouldn't. That's not true. I'm sure I would love you if you have a good personality. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Guys, are any of you out there looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of what you did with, you know, some stupid weird thing you did at that party last weekend? Are your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and smile to your face? Oh, fuck. That is the worst. You can't trust anybody. Let's talk about it. Anyway, is the guy or girl you like not responding to your text messages, your Facebook posts, your retweets, or your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast masquerading as a legit radio show? then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is what Boy Crazy Radio is. Let me, Alexi Celine Wasser, be the shoulder that you cry on, all right? I said it before. I will say it again. All I want to do is be your new big sister, all right? So pick up your fucking smartphone. You can even call in using Gmail or Skype. Whatever it is you need to use in order to get through to me and call 646-378-0649. Once again, dial 646 646- Three seven eight zero six four nine, and even if you don't want to, you should totally just like write write that number in Sharpie on like a toilet stall or something, so somebody calls at some point. Anyway, uh, if you can't call in during the live show, uh, or I mean, if you're too much of a pussy to call in during the live show, you can tweet me your question at I'm Boy Crazy. Uh, that is at I the letter I the letter M B O Y C R A Z Y. Oh, my God, you guys. So many thoughts and feelings. I'm having so many thoughts and feelings right now. It's another week of Boy Crazy Radio. What has happened since last week? Holy fucking shit. Hmm. Has anything happened since last week? I guess I'll talk all about that and all of my stuff and all of my adventures and all of my thoughts and feelings and ramblings in a second. First, we're going to get to the first call tonight, um, and then we'll take it from there. But this is really about you guys. But it's, like, about me, too. But I think it's about you guys, too. Uh, area code 804. Hello. Hello. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And what's your problem? I'm Valerie. I'm 16, and I'm from uh, uh, Laleham, Middlesex, England. All right. Tell me everything. You're 16? Yes, I'm 16. Why does this sound like a fake accent to me? Am I totally off? Where are you from? No, no, I'm from Nailham in Middlesex, England. I'm actually visiting in um, U.S. Uh, I do it every summer. I go to uh, Goochland. You go to what? It's a place called Goochland. It's it's a real place. I'm not lying. It's where supposedly a bunch of rich people go. It's actually pretty funny. Oh, exciting. Uh, invite me next time. I-, I can meet you after the show. Okay, so what is happening? What's going on with you? Okay, so... um. Oh my God! Holy shit! I'm sorry. It's just I've I've read your blog a lot, and I'm like, oh my God! I can't believe I'm talking to you right now. Well, that's so nice of you, but everything's good. I'm I'm totally I'm just a dork. I'm just some weird dorky girl thing who just wants to fuck strangers and oh. So tell, don't even just we're all good. I'm nervous too. So tell me what's happening with you. All right. So um, I do okay. Uh, every time. I have a crush on someone, and usually it's like a male celebrity. Uh, 
and I do, I like a lot of celebrities over here in America. There aren't many cute people over in the UK where I'm from. Um, for example, I've had a crush on Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Is that how you pronounce his last name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah. Ah, yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like they're watching me. Like, have you ever felt that way when you've had a crush on someone? Oh, wait a minute. So you have a crush on Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and yeah. and so like yeah. you're, you're like living your you're like living your life as if he can see you, and so you're like judging yourself and looking at yourself through his eyes, like. Yes. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like I I know he's not really watching me, but it's like this feeling inside me. It's like why do I feel like he's watching me just because I have like this? I I really think he's cute and everything. I don't understand it. Um, well, how is this, like, hurting your life? Is this, like, having a negative effect on you? Because it sounds kind of cool and neat, and I totally have been there. Kind of, sometimes, sometimes I don't mind that feeling because it makes me feel less alone because it makes me feel like, oh, this person is with me in spirit. I don't know. And, and it makes you uh, it makes you look cuter throughout your day. It makes you make sure you make more of an effort. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it would be a bit negative because it makes me feel like I'm going insane and I need to tell my mom and then she needs to like take me to the nut house and yeah because I'm going to go up in there and say I feel like Joseph Gordon-Levitt is watching me and they're not going to know what to do with me but like seriously I, I really have no idea why I feel this way every time I have a crush on someone and it's like celebrity or not celebrity yeah either way God, maybe Joseph Gordon-Levitt is watching you, and, like, it's like a twilight zone, and, like, really, it is really... Okay, here's the thing. I don't know how serious this is for you, because I can relate in a way it's like, oh, God. Can you try... Are you, is your radio on, or is your computer on? Because our connection is just a bit bizarre. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm on my phone. Okay, because it's, like, echoing so loud. I don't know if you can turn your phone down a little bit or, like, turn down the earpiece or something. But, um, all right. It would be maybe good for you to see a therapist. That's cool. Then you wouldn't you wouldn't have to go to the nut house. But if you saw it, your therapist, you could even talk about it with your mom if you want. Nobody's gonna throw you in the nut house. I think if you have an understanding <laughs> of the fact that as long as you know that your crush is not hovering over you, watching you all the time, as long as you know that and and you're logical and you know that that's not the case, and what you're dealing with is this like kind of obsessive feeling as though like. You're judging yourself really hard. I mean, this is this is how I relate to it. Now, I don't I don't know. I'm not a fucking therapist. I'm not a psychiatrist. Like, I'm not a professional. So that's why I think it's better if you talk to a therapist about this, and even your mom, and maybe talk about seeing a therapist about this. But what I think, as your big sister, I'm pretending to serve as your big sister. Yeah, it sounds I, like I hear you say that all the time. What'd you say? I hear you say that all the time, and it makes me laugh. Okay, well, say to, I, mean, I just want I don't. I just make it, I'm trying to make, wait, what is that? What's the second part you just said? I hear you say that um, you like to be um, people who call in, you like to be their big sister that you want their friends to jerk off to. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's that's one thing. But I'm also saying it because I'm not trying to be a doctor and I'm not like, so you, I don't want to get off the phone with you and have you be like, huh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's watching me. And then you go out and like, you know, murder Joseph Gordon-Levitt, or like you kill yourself. You know, I don't want, I don't want any like anything like that to happen. I don't want you like if you're hearing voices in your brain, like yeah, go talk to your mom, talk to your dad, go see a qualified therapist. And I say I'm serving as a big sister just to like 
reframe the fact that I'm not a doctor, I'm not a professional, I'm just like here somebody's event to and give my take on it. If you're logical and you know that these people are not literally looking at you and watching you and it sounds like you know that, then what I would suggest is it probably means that when you identify with someone, when you like a guy and you really like him, you put him on a pedestal and you start seeing yourself through his eyes. Maybe you don't, you don't even know the guy, but you start seeing yourself through his eyes and judging yourself really harshly and it's like, does that make any sense? I don't know if that's what you do, but like do you find yourself judging yourself and like just like rethinking everything and second guessing yourself and thinking, Oh, should I do this? Should I not should I wear this? Should I do this? Should I do this? like is is tell me if I'm right or wrong. No, I, I understand. I do kind of judge myself too hardly. I I understand. But like when you think that the person's watching you, how does that manifest? Like do you think they're in the corner or watching you through a window, or or are, are, does it affect decisions you make in your daily day-to-day? Um, Like when I go to take a shower, I kind of think about it, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but, like, sometimes I don't feel like they're watching me, and then sometimes it creeps back up into my mind. Are you, like, so getting off on the idea? Time. Are you getting off no, on the no. idea? Guys watching you, like, in the shower, you're, like, touching your privates, thinking that the guy is watching you? No. Hmm. Are there any guys in your life that – oh, by the way, I think English guys are gorgeous. I've always – I'm, like, an Anglophile. Some of them are, like, but, I, I, like, most of, most of the ones I go to school with are, like, they're not – they just don't have the look that I want. Hmm. Well – Try to focus on guys that you meet in person who you actually who actually are looking at you with their with their eyeballs. And uh, otherwise, as long as you know that this is not the case and you just have this bizarre feeling, I say you're okay. You don't feel like you're going to murder anybody or hurt yourself, do you? <laughs> no, not at all. No. Okay, good. So maybe talk about it with your mom. Maybe your mom, because maybe you know, maybe maybe she was like, oh, when I was a teenager, I did the same thing, or maybe she can relate to her. Nobody's going to lock you up in a loony bin for just having a chat and. Uh, what else? Oh, my goodness. What else did I want to say? Oh, yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is not even that cute. His eyes are very, I mean, it's all subjective, but I feel like he, uh, his eyes are kind of close together and squinty, and he's not that good looking. But that's just me. I'm not I a child. I feel like though. it depends on his hair sometimes, if you ask me. Depends on, depends on his hair. Well, he's not watching you, but maybe, no, none of us really know, maybe he is watching you, and, like, you actually know what's going on, and, like, you're you're tapped into something much more... Much bigger than all of us. Because who knows what's going on? I I heard there are multiple universes existing at the same time. And uh, anyway, I'll get into that conversation later. Okay, are you going to be okay? I feel like you're good. I'm going to take another phone call. What an interesting way to start off the show. Um, I didn't know it was going to go that way. But that's interesting. I think I have done that too. Now it reminds me of when I was 16 years old. I actually did that. And I would, like, make choices as to what I wore, what I ate, how I acted, how I walked on the street depending on, like, what if Johnny Depp was looking at me? Or what if, whatever. Anyway, um, area code 646. Um, what? Area code 646, you're on. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hello? Is, do you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Tell me everything. What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Oh, Let's get into your problem. Wait a minute. This is crazy. Sorry. 
Um, I'm Greta, and my friend's Hallie, and we're 16 from New York City, and we watch your blog all the time. I mean, your videos and your blog. And, um, well, so do we just say our problems? Yeah, say your problems. Oh, my God, you guys. I have this video that's going to come out pretty soon uh, where I interview. I did another, like, Alexi in bed interview. Did you watch those? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I did more. And uh, do you know this guy named Avi Buffalo? I, I don't think I don't. I'm not sure. Whatever. He's like a musician guy. He's like 22 years old. He's uh, he's very short. He's very interesting. He's a hairy chest. I have an interview coming out coming out with him that I think is going to be super fun that I'm excited about. I just saw an edit of it, so I'm like, I hope I hope you guys like that one. But anyway, okay. What's going on, you guys? Thank you for being so sweet. Tell, tell me everything. <laughs> Well, okay, Hallie can tell her little thing, and then I'll tell my thing. It'll be quick. Okay. But so I'm a soft, or I'm going into junior year in high school, and there's this guy that went to my high school last year when I was a freshman, and all of my friends and I were all obsessed with him because he was really attractive. But um, we never really thought anything was going to happen from it. And then he started talking to me on Facebook, and I've, I'm still talking to him now. And we've hung out a couple times, but it's, like, it's kind of weird because, like, He's going into um, sophomore year of college now, and I just don't know if I like what to do with him. Like, if we, sh I don't know. It's just like I don't know where it's gonna go. Okay, have you made out with him? <laughs> what? Have you made out with him? No, we've only kissed, and it was like really awkward, and there was only a peck, and it was in the subway, and it just wasn't really that nice. Wait, you said it was like an attack in the subway, or it was like a what in the subway? No, no. <laughs> It was a peck. Like, it was only a peck on the lip. Oh, it's a peck on the And how old is he? He's, like, 17 or 18, and I'm 16. 18? He might be, like, 19. He's, like, 19. Okay, I was wondering how he's getting into his sophomore year of college. Okay. Yeah. So, and you want to know where it's going. I mean, does he even know? Do you think you're dating? Or cause you, you know you can always talk about this stuff to him. Like, you can always be like, hey, I like you. Like, yeah. it's just, it's like... Are you guys going on dates, or what are you doing, and, and what do you want? I don't know. Like, it hasn't been, like, clarified or anything. It's almost like we're just friends, but, like, it's kind of weird because, like, we're not just friends because, like, he started talking to me on the Internet, so I don't even know what that means. Yeah, and then every time she sort of tries to clarify with him, he's very, like, sarcastic. Like, he's very sarcastic with me. Ew, like, I don't like sarcasm. I yeah, know. I hate so it. Annoying. Everything he says, we're always like, oh. <laughs> It's like it's a just I don't like that. Okay, not serious. Well, why don't you just get serious? Okay, I, you know what? I don't know. I'm trying to relate this to me. So I, okay, hold on. First of all, my therapist says sarcasm is like unresolved rage. And I know we're dealing with a 19-year-old guy, and I know that everybody is sarcastic, and I get it. And I can be sarcastic too, and I can be very sarcastic. And the guy I'm dating, he's sarcastic. I get it. But when you're asking a person, when you're asking somebody for like, real clarity on something that, like, matters, and he just is sarcastic, like, that makes me go, like, what a fucking dick. Go fuck yourself, you dick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, well, if he's annoying you, then why do you even want to hang out with him anyway? But if you do want to find out what's going to happen, and, and like, because if you like being around him, if you like being around him and you like hanging out with him, then why don't you go, listen, seriously, I'm confused. I like being around you. Are we dating? Are we just friends? I'm confused. Like, just tell me. Stop being so sarcastic. Yeah, yeah and, like, I should. You really yeah, just, do that. Yeah. yeah, just do that. Wow. Okay, let me know what
says. And that way, at least you know, like, okay, I'm wasting my time. But also, or, or you're not wasting your time. And also, even if he does say, yeah, I do like you. I'm sorry sarcastic and, and I really do like you and I want you to be my girlfriend and you guys start making out or whatever. Decide yeah. before decide before you even have the conversation with him what you like about him. Like besides him being attractive. Why do you like him? Mhm. Are you asking me? Well I mean like I could ask you now but you could also if you know if you don't have the answer right now you could always just I just yeah, want you yeah. to make sure you you take time to be like, God, why do I like him? Because I know that like when yeah. I was sixteen I would just be so happy if a dude was, like, good-looking and he put his attention on that's me. Exactly. Even if it was, that's basically you, what's happening. That's what we did. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I, I bet you guys both have, like, some guy friend at school who's, like, probably way funnier and nicer, who you have a really great time with, who probably is in love with both of you, but you guys aren't attracted to him, you don't like him, but you probably have a nicer time yeah. with him. Yeah. Is, is that true? I would say that. Yes. yes. <laughs> I just need to ask, like, when you were 16, was it, like, impossible to get, like, a good boyfriend? Because we think we're, like, alone in this yeah. sad, sad <laughs> world of, like, no guys are interested in us, but, like, everyone tells us we're really pretty, so it doesn't make sense. Exactly. Oh, my God. Well, let's see. I did for a second think it was impossible because I didn't have a boyfriend, you know, and uh, – but then I think when I was 15 – and I always felt, like, goofy, because I've always been, like, very tall. Like, I was, like, 5'10 or 5'11. I mean, I don't know when I got so tall, when I had, like, big feet. Yeah. And I was, like, and I've always been making jokes and talking too much, and people would be, like, whoa, like, like anyway. But, um, when yeah, I, yeah I, felt, I felt completely alone and just, like, and no boyfriends, nobody liked me. And then all of a sudden, when I was, like, 15, right, right before turning 16, I met some older guy, and he was 19, and... He liked me, and I couldn't believe he liked me. And he was like super cool and older, and he would pick me up from high school, and I felt so cool because him and all his older <laughs> his friends would pick me up. I, uh-huh. I felt like I was, I felt like I was in the mafia, and I was like, "This is so cool!" I'm <laughs> like the old and like, it, and 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 it's, I know it does feel like whatever your age is, blah blah blah, whatever, and like whatever time you're living in, it's like I think you always feel. You could even watch The Wonder Years, and you could like watch Winnie Cooper, and I don't know if you've, you've ever seen that show or whatever, but like. It's, I think everybody always feels like that, like you're hopeless, you're alone, it's never going to happen for you, and then the coolest and thing is... And then suddenly it happens. Yeah, and that's the magical thing, like that's the coolest thing, because then all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah. fuck, where did you come from? I love you. And yeah, then some that's, guy will love that's sort of what happened to me. Can I ask like one more little advice thing? Like, do we have enough time? Of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, like, um, that sort of happened with me recently, because... I had just sort of, like, given up on teen boys. Like, it was just like, oh, like, I had so many just terrible experiences with them, like, just little, like, bad situations. I don't even know. And then I just stopped caring, and then suddenly this boy who I met when I was, like, 12, but, like, we always sort of had a flirtation, suddenly, like, he was in military school, and he came home, and, like, we just, like, hung out a bunch of times, and we started dating, and I literally, like, had so much fun. I never felt more comfortable with a boy. And I didn't understand it because he was paying so much attention to me. And, like, he was making me feel smart, which most boys don't make me feel smart. Like, he, like, wanted to talk to me. And then he went back to school, and we literally spoke every single night for, like, three hours long. And then he came back, and everything was fine. And he, like, I drove up with his family and, like, all this stuff. And he, it sounds stupid, like, it sounds so cliche, but he, like, once we were 
like, hanging out, and he was like, I feel like I'm, like, falling in love with you. And just how he said it, like, it wasn't, it just seemed, like, nice and right. And then suddenly he comes back, and he's ignoring me. Like, he's finally back for, like, a long time, and he's completely ignoring me. And we just hung out, and I was like, you're not going to break up with me, right? And then he was like, um, I can't do this over the phone. And then I was like, what? And then he broke up with me, like, out of the blue. And all I can think is that, he smokes a lot of weed, and, like, I don't do that. So I was like, maybe stuff. It just was so, like, what? Are you kidding? I don't even know what I'm asking. I guess I'm sort of venting, but. Well, let me, let me, oh, God, I hope that's not true. I'm dating a guy who smokes a lot of weed, and I don't smoke weed at all. So I hope that doesn't happen with me. But anyway, okay. Um, that would be crazy. That would be, be his loss. Anyway, um, okay. So, exactly. Wait a minute. So wait, this is Greta still, though, right? You're, you're, this is Greta with wait. a 19-year-old. Wait. No, 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 no. That was Hallie was the one with the 19-year-old. Yeah. I'm Greta. Okay, so Greta, you're talking about the guy who broke up with you over the phone, and your friend is the one talking about the 19-year-old. Yeah. Got it. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm just trying to differentiate differentiate your voices because I've got a little confused. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll see you're dating that guy, and he just broke up with you out of the blue. Well, here's the thing. Some guys guys aren't as good at talking about their feelings as we are obviously and uh and mm-hmm. so they their way their way of you know dealing with who knows who knows why he broke up with you maybe he he maybe he liked you too much it was too overwhelming for him he just shut down he freaked mm-hmm. out maybe he maybe he wants to focus on work stuff or he just his heart closed for whatever reason and he just like mm-hmm. just isn't feeling it anymore or maybe he likes somebody else who knows who cares whatever it is what it is it's over the only thing I wanted to mention is just nothing to do with that. But you, you said one thing where you were like, you were like, you, he made you feel smart. And I totally yeah. know what you're talking about. I totally know what you're talking about. But, like, just a lesson to, like, all girls out there. Like, if a girl says, like, he made me feel pretty or he made me feel smart. I understand that because I, 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 I don't feel pretty or smart around certain guys. Um, and, like, some, and others mm-hmm. I do. And, and, but the trick is, this is just a side note. You should feel smart all the time and know how smart you are and know how beautiful you are all the time. And then, and then, and then, and then you don't have to like, you know, and then, yeah. I mean, that's just difficult to do, but, but, but just, just, I was just like zeroing in on that phrase. Like, he made me feel smart. Like, you're already smart. Mm-hmm. You're already great. Like, maybe he just picked up on it or, or like, where it felt comfortable or right with this guy, but like, you don't need some guy to like, to validate you and, and you being smart and, and, and like, you know, wave, yeah. you know, fucking wave a magic wand over your head and go, oh, I deem her smart, or, or I've decided you're pretty. No, <laughs> yeah. that. Like, you're, you're always smart. Yeah. You're always beautiful. You're always blah, blah, blah. Like, certain people are just like, so, so because I do that too, and I used to do that, and I still do that, and I'm going to try to work on it, but, like, that thing where it's like, you don't matter, or you, or you aren't as good until, like, or you don't know how good you are until, like, some guy that yeah, you think is good put on a pedestal like validates that and makes you it makes you go oh like I guess I'm enough like because we gotta uh-huh. stop doing that but anyway so, you, so you're both now you're both single so just so you okay so who am I on the phone with right now you're both, well, yeah. both of us it's on speaker yeah <laughs> okay so 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 how do you put like so there's Greta and what's the other name Hallie it, like Hallie Berry. Hall- <laughs> oh Hallie okay Hallie, yeah. so you need to you need to meet up with the nineteen year old and say, Stop being mm-hmm. sarcastic. I really want to know and like if you care about yeah. me and you consider me a friend or whatever, you'll be honest with me just so I know. It's no big deal. I just want to be clear because I like you and I I think you like me too, but I'm a little unclear. 
stop making the jokes. Like, so go out and get lunch and, and have a, and hang out and walk around and, and talk and whatever. Do you think and it's then, okay to say that? Like, supposed to go to a, a concert with him? Do you think that's, like, a good time, or should I wait? Oh, God, I don't think a concert is the time to do it. You should do it, like, before the concert. Or yeah. Maybe, yeah. I mean, at, when, when's the concert? Uh, I think it's in, like, September, so I, I have a while. Oh, my God. No, hang out with him. Is he in the same city as you? Yeah. Yeah, hang out with him the next few days. You just go get lunch and, like, walk around and fucking and then bring it up and then see see what he says. Okay. And just be honest and don't be mad either way. Just be like, I'm not even mad. It's all good. You're t- it's all, I just want to know. Like, just be really calm and and uh, if he starts okay. making jokes, go, go, hey, you know, it doesn't help. Like, you're making jokes like, you're kind of hurting my feelings. I'm just, I'm being serious. Like, you know, if you like me and you respect me and you have fun with me, like, then just fucking answer my question, dude, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for calling, you guys. No problem. Thank- oh, God. Wow. Oh, God. I feel like I want to be at their house. I didn't mean to cut you guys off. I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, I think I need a slumber party with my girlfriends because that just, like, Callie and Greta are, like, basically having a slumber party. Or maybe this is a three-way call or something. But that sounded very cozy, and I wouldn't mind being there right now. I mean, that sounds creepy. I'm not a pedophile. Um, you know what I'm talking about. I just want to hang out with some girlfriends, have a summer party, and chat about boys and life and watch some Bravo. Um, Harry put 540. 540? Yes. Yes, you're on. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hello, my name is Ellie. I am 19, and I'm from Washington, D.C. Washington, um, I'm calling about... Sorry. Um no, go on. I'm calling I'm calling about because just yesterday I lost my virginity. To, oh my god, congratulations. Are you okay? Yeah, I feel fine. I feel fine about it. But I'm just having mixed feelings of how I did it and with who I did it with. Hmm. Tell me everything. What's happening? I'm drinking I'm drinking tea. Okay, keep going. Okay, well, um, I don't know really where to start. He was just someone I had a crush on when I was in middle school, and I was just, like, very – I was very a du- ugly duckling, I guess you could say. And um, we just kind of hooked back up through the area where we live in, and we started hooking up as soon as I came home from Brazil. And a couple weeks passed, and I just decided that I wanted to have sex, and I did with him. But I kind of wish I would have waited, not even if I waited for someone special. I don't know. I just don't know how I feel right now about this. Well, you can't go back, so just accept what happened. You lost your virginity. You're alive. You're okay. Now, let me just ask you, like, let's not have any regrets, but let's dissect why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Did you use protection? No. It's just that there like, Wait a minute. Wait someone... a minute. Did you, guys, did you guys use a condom? Yes, we did. The first time I tried with him, the condom popped, and we like it, like we weren't even halfway in, pretty much. So I kind of freaked out, and then yesterday, we did. We used one. Okay, so so yes, the answer to the question is yes. He used protection. There was never any unprotected sex, right? No. Okay, cool. There's never any unprotected sex. Good. All right. So, what? So, but you okay? Go on. So, 
keep going. Was he nice to you in the morning? I mean, no. He was, like, his mom walked in the house. We're both, we both go to college in different places, and he's home for the summer, and so am I. So that's how we met up again. But afterwards, it was just, like, so casual, like, hey, see you later, bye. And then the night when the condom busted, he was just like, oh, hey, so I got to work tomorrow morning, kind of like leave. Oh, my God. So wait a minute. So you had sex with him two different nights. And the first time you had sex was day before yesterday? Or when did you lose your virginity? Like completely yesterday. Yesterday. Oh. And then, and then but, but when was it that, okay, and then the day before yesterday or something, he was going to have sex with you and the condom broke and so you a did couple not weeks have to go. A couple of weeks ago the condom popped and, and he did not even enter you because, uh, because the condom popped like a tiny bit of the way in and then he was like, I have to work so you can't spend the night. That was a few weeks ago? Yeah. Okay. So dude was a little douchey three weeks ago, right? He he gave you a yeah. little a little touch of this is what you're in for. Like he doesn't want you know, like a considerate thoughtful, loving guy, and I'm not saying this guy is not that, but I would like to think, and I know these guys exist, a considerate, loving guy who's thoughtful would have said, of course you can spend the night. Like, I have to work tomorrow, we have to wake up early, but like, yeah, spend the night, and spooned you, and especially, I mean, like, you're not dealing with a one-night, or like, you've never met this guy, you've known him for a while, there's already a relationship happening. In a perfect world, you would have wanted him to be a bit cozy with you. Because you, you already know him. You're not just meeting some rogue guy. So you're probably expecting, like, oh, there's familiarity. He'll be sweet with me and gentle because we're, like, friends and we have, like, a relationship. But he didn't do that. And you didn't take that hint. He didn't pay attention or you brushed it aside. But when and, that and happened, when that uh-huh. happened, like, I kind of realized what exactly what you're saying. So I got all my stuff, got up and just kind of left, kind of like, all right, this is going nowhere, I'm done. So as I was walking out the door, he came after me, and he didn't let me be for 10 minutes, just apologizing and wanting to talk about it. So I just kind of, I don't know, I thought that, like, at the same time he did that, but he noticed he didn't, like, he did it because he apologized for it. Yeah, I totally get it. So that's confusing, yes, because you saw him do something shitty. You saw him do something shitty. Then he thought he redeemed himself because he noticed that he was being shitty and you thought, oh, God, he's only human, blah, blah, blah. He he apologized, blah, blah, blah. All right. Then, okay, well, I mean, I don't know what we're trying to do right now. Like, we're going over what happened. So we gave you a little taste of his potential, like, um. Okay, here's my question. Yeah. My whole question is, it's always kind of in between our, are we hooking up or are we going to try to, you know, make something work even though we – live them far away from each other but at the same time okay pretty much is I just he I he took my virginity and he doesn't know and he never really wants to talk about anything but sometimes he does so should I even bother telling him that like should I try to get personal with him and tell him or should I just walk away and leave it at that oh my goodness well you've already gotten personal with him because you guys had sex and, like, is he – do you consider him a friend? Like, how close were you before? Not really. I kind of think he's a tool bag. Like, the more we oh. – we have a really good time together. Like, we laugh, we have fun, we just talk about random shit. But 
when I see some of his personality traits, like, they're kind of shitty, and the people he's friends with, they're kind of shitty, too. Oh, my goodness. This is confusing. I don't know what to do because if you don't want to talk to him anymore and you kind of just want to leave it and back away from him and just, like, sever ties with this guy because you've had enough and, and you, you're not into him and you've seen him. I don't know if I should try because I kind of, like, I don't know if I should go take the road or not. I mean, I don't think you need – okay, so the question is, do you try to have a relationship or should you even just tell him that you that he took your virginity? I mean, I don't think you should try to have a relationship with this guy. You've, you've already, like – I don't think you should hook up with this guy anymore for sure because you already told me all, the, all these reasons why you shouldn't, why you wouldn't want to because you don't like his friends. You've seen him act kind of shitty. He seems like kind of like a jock. He, he sounds like, I mean, not to be completely just mental, but he sounds he like he's a jock. Yeah, he sounds like an Abercrombie, like, repressed. Like, he's, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't like this guy. You don't seem to like this guy. So you're definitely not going to try to make it work just because you lost your virginity to him. But that's your call if you tell him. if. It's your call to decide if you want to tell him that he took your virginity. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do a goddamn thing. You can just never talk to him again and just keep that to yourself. He doesn't need to know. He totally doesn't need to know. And if you don't think he's emotionally equipped to handle the fact that he took your virginity, if you don't think he's going to be considerate and, like, sweet and give you a hug, you know, if you think he's the kind of guy who would be like, hey, guess what, dude, I just fucking took this girl's virginity, like, and laugh about it, yeah, don't, I would say, like, protect yourself like if, if you already feel like it was a mistake that you lost your virginity to this guy and it's not it is what it is it's happened whatever you're learn, you're going to learn from this you know you, you 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 can at least take your power back now and you don't need to tell him that he took your virginity but then again you do whatever you want to do that makes you feel comfortable you know but it's totally cool if you don't tell him because he does sound a bit douchey but I'm, I only know about him because of what you're saying okay so what do you think you're going to do? I'm probably not going to tell him. Do you think you're ever going to talk to him again? Probably. I don't want to. I know he'll contact me soon, tomorrow. But I think I'm done. And can I don't do know. Anything just, else? My, my ex was exactly like that, and that led nowhere. So I just keep repeating my mistakes. And I'm going to, like, cut ties. Yeah, and you don't even have to be rude to him or whatever. If you see him, just be like, hey, how are you? My God, I'm really busy, blah, blah, blah. Give him a hug. No big deal. Like, you don't have to be like, you motherfucker, I want you out of my life, you douchey jock. Like, you don't have to be like that. Just, like, be nice. Be the bigger person. Just, like, because he probably thinks he's awesome. He probably, because this is all he can give emotionally. Like, this is, like, all he's really capable of. But it's just not what you want. So it's not like you guys are, like, he's being a total monster. He's just an example of somebody that, like, you're more evolved then, or you're more like, that's just not right for you. He's just not right for you because you know what you want, and it's, it's not a match. So so just, you know, be polite and, you know, don't have sex with him again. Definitely don't have sex with him again. And, yeah, keep that info to yourself. You don't need him to think he's some awesome, amazing guy because you don't think he is, so you just need to think that he's this special person who took your virginity. Um, that's for you to know, and that's your special thing. Anyway, um, did you have fun? Did you like sex? Yeah, I did. I, like, the reason that I had sex with him is just because I really wanted to have sex. I know this sounds awful, but, like, before when I wasn't doing anything with anyone, like, any interval, I would just watch porn all the time. Like, just watch porn. And so oh, I feel like... That's I, so exciting. 
Yeah, I know. It's awful. But I did it a lot, and I realized as soon as I started, like, actually, you know, doing things with real people that it got better. So, and it was yeah, like, by the way, by the way, yeah. it's not awful. I never it was awful. That's awesome. If you want to watch porn, fucking watch porn. That's great. I, I didn't say it was awful. Like, that's, that's exciting. Well, I just wanted to have sex, and that's, I, that's why I don't feel so bad about it, because I knew what I went in that house wanting to do, and I did it, and I liked it. So, I mean, it wasn't awesome, because no one's first time is awesome, but it definitely wasn't the awful thing people said to be pain-wise. Well, there you go. Well, now don't let any any other douchey, uh, not very nice guys in, inside your vagina. You make sure, like, you you try to let really caring, awesome, wonderful, hot babes into your vagina, who are going to be sweet and want to like make you breakfast the next day, or at least make you coffee. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Okay. Good. You're welcome. I'm area code four one five. Hello. Hello. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi, I'm Sam. I'm 20, and I'm originally from San Francisco, but I'm going to school in Los Angeles at UCLA. Exciting. What's happening? What are you studying at UCLA? Um, I'm studying business. Wait, you're studying what? I was coughing. I'm sorry. I put you on mute so I could cough because I have a cold. But keep going. What? I'm studying business. Oh, that's good. I'm, I'm very proud of you. Tell me what is happening, though, dating, love, and relationship-wise, or whatever your question is. Okay, so I've kind of been in a long-term struggle. Um, Growing up, I never, like, thought of myself as being, like, pretty or anything like that. And I know you're going to say, like, oh, no, you're probably on the inside, blah, blah, blah. But, like, no, I I think it's fairly accurate to say that, like, I had very awkward stages. So then going into high school, I was always, like, you know, like, the guy's friend. I was, like, always one with the guys, like, I was never the one that, like, guys dated or anything like that. So well, at least you know. Now, at least you know. What? I don't know. At least I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe you, and I said at least you know, and, okay, keep going. Okay. So so going into college, I never, I never kissed a boy, never did anything. But, like, I was always, like, I always, I was never awkward or shy about it, like, I knew guys well and, like, how they thought, but I just never had the opportunity to be with one because I just didn't think that anyone would like me. And so now I'm in college, and, like, I'm 20, and I still haven't done anything, but I have had the opportunities to, and, like, I don't think I'm, like, I do think I'm attractive, and, like, people tell me that I'm really pretty because I've, like, gone out of my awkward phase but I still feel like if I were to be with a guy, I would feel so uncomfortable and, like, so unable to just, like, get naked in front of him, and I don't even know how I would get over that. Okay. Um, I thought you said you were in a long-term struggle as far as what you're going through emotionally. You're not in a long-term horrible relationship that you're struggling to. Oh, okay, yeah. now I get it. Okay. I just, so, like, I don't know how to, like, get past this insecurity. And you said you've never made out, you never kissed a guy, you've never had sex with a guy. Never. All right. Well, let's see. And and you have not done that because you also have a fear. You have a fear of getting naked in front of a guy. You don't know how you live through that or or whatever. And uh, but what about the kissing thing? I mean, I 
I guess I've had the opportunities to, but I just always shy away from it. Hmm. Well, why do you shy away from it? Is it because you don't like the guy, the the, the kiss, the the guy who's trying to come at you, or you are you just like imploding because you just don't feel enough, like you're good enough, or you're just super shy and uncomfortable? See, the thing is, I'm not a shy person in the least. It's just I don't think I'll, I don't think anybody knows that I'm so inexperienced, and so I fear that like if they found out. Like, that would just be really awkward for me. And also, I just don't, I think there's it's just, there's been so much buildup for it that I don't even know, like, how I would approach it. Like, there's just been so much buildup, you know, and, like, waiting. Okay. Name one guy that you know would totally kiss you after you get off the phone with me. Is there any guy in Los Angeles right now that you know who maybe is a guy friend that's kind of good-looking that you could be attracted to, that would totally not repulse you, that would be happy to kiss you? I mean, I can't list one off the top of my head. Don't you have a best guy friend? What? Don't you have a best guy friend? Do you have a really good guy friend? Yeah, I have have almost exclusively all guy friends. Okay. You pick one who's the best-looking one who's single that you get along with. Hold his name in your brain. Are you doing that? Okay, I'm doing that. All right, is that Nate? Do you have a name? Yeah. Okay. After we get off this this phone call, you're going to text him and go, hey, what are you doing? Want to have a drink or want to study together or want to hang out? I'm super bored. Like, I'm feeling bizarre. Is it a full moon? Anything. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get you out of your comfort zone because... Listen, there's no way it's supposed to be for anyone and everyone, all right? Like, life is bizarre. Some other girl just called about losing her virginity. Everybody's insecure. Everybody doesn't feel like enough. And, like, I'm going to start getting really, like, broad and talking broad terms. Everybody thinks their thighs are too big or they could be prettier or there's something wrong with them because our whole fucking society, and I was talking, I'm, I'm going on a rant. Just bear with me. I'm going to get back to, like, the specific, like your specific stuff, all right? Okay. Everybody thinks they're not good enough and, like, the whole society is built on selling us shit to, like, let us know we're not enough. Like, people take pills because they feel like they're supposed to be calm. You can't just be uncomfortable or feel how you're feeling because you're supposed to be happy all the time and you're supposed to be fucking calm and cool and collected and blah, blah, blah. You're supposed to wear this lipstick. You're supposed to fit into this size jean. You're supposed to look like that fucking Giselle supermodel because we have to have tiny thighs and blah, blah, blah. You have to be smacked. Like, it's exhausting. So, whatever. You're 20 years old. Anyway, I'm just fucking going on a rant because I was talking about this to my therapist. And it's it's like... Everybody feels like we're supposed to be a certain way, and you're not, oh, my God, and people are going to think you're experienced, but you're not, and you know what to do, and you're uncomfortable. Blah. So let's shake you up out of your comfort zone. First of all, you're great. You're out of your awkward phase, whatever that was. I'm sure you were adorable in your awkward phase, even though you said you weren't, but whatever. Now you're 20. You're studying business. You're very intelligent, very exciting. This is great. Good for you. You have some dude. I, have a, I bet you have a bunch of guys. I bet they all, I bet at least one of these dudes that you're friends with or at least some dude that passed you in class one time, I'm sure he's, jer- he's jerked off to the thought of you. I'm, I'm sure at one point, all right? So put that in your pocket because that's exciting. What you're going to do is you're going to text the attractive guy that you're friends with so you want to hang out. And then you guys are going to have a drink together. I don't know if you drink. I know you're underage, you're 20, and I'm telling you to drink, and that's fucked up. But come on, I think we're above that. Okay, so you're going to have a drink together. You're going to do whatever you're going to do. And then in your tipsiness, you're going to say, don't laugh at me. I know this is totally crazy, but I have to admit something because we, I could just die tomorrow and we only live once. 
but it's August 14th, 2013, and I have never kissed a dude or had sex. Like, And then you're like, tonight it has to be the night I kiss a guy. So help me go find a guy. And then, or, and he'll probably just kiss you right then and there. Or you can just say, like, I need you to kiss me. Or let's go to a bar. Or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, to make, make it a fun activity. Like, there's no shame in it. Who cares? Like, the only problem is, that you think there's a problem and, like, you think there's something weird about the fact you haven't done this with anybody. So, like, just, like, shake it up. Make it a science experiment. Make it a school project or whatever. So, like, tell your dude friend that, like, tonight's tonight you're going to kiss a guy. And it doesn't have to be him if he doesn't want it to, but I'm sure the minute he hears that, he's going to want to be, like, he's going to want to rise to the occasion and be like, she's not going to kiss anybody else. And I'm going to kiss her, you know? (laughs) It's exciting. It's not such a... What? Okay, so then my other thing is that if there's, like, one, like, there is somebody who I do like, and he's a little bit older, and I don't see him that frequently, and then how, like, I don't see him ever. I only see him every once in a while, and I know that he's, like, one of the people who I know liked me before. So would it just be completely crazy awkward if I randomly just texted him, like when the school year started and I knew he was back in town and studying? Not, not at all. You're, like, giving all your power away to this dude. The dude, you already know. He's your friend, right? Right. He's your friend. You already know he likes you or likes you or whatever the fuck, whatever. You are a woman. You're allowed to fucking text a guy. Like, you have the power. Dudes want to fuck you. I know it sounds very crass, but, like, my friend uses this phrase all the time, and I don't like it because it's not really my style, but she would say, oh, God, Alexi, you got this. You got this. And I, I'd be like, oh, I do? Uh, do I? Okay. Um, because, like, you, it's fine. Like, you, this is so easy. It's like, you are, at least you like a dude. You like a dude. This is great. And he knows you, and you guys have a rapport, and you have his phone number and your, and your phone. This is fucking awesome. Yes. Like, you could text him. If he's not in town, yeah, you don't have to text him right now. When you know he's back in town, yeah, text him and go, do you want to hang out? Because you're not saying, like, hi, I want you to fuck me, and I've never kissed a guy. Can you please do me the service of kissing me and blah, blah, blah? You're just being cool. Like, don't, like, pretend you don't even like him. Like, try to reframe it in your brain and, like, tell yourself a different story so you don't, um, so there's not so much buildup and so you're not putting so much pressure on yourself. Just be like, oh, I, I'm Sam. I just want to hang out with my friend. Like, What's the big deal? And then when you guys hang out, look super cute, put on your mascara, even out your skin tone, put a little, uh, you know, rosy lip balm on or whatever the fuck, I don't know, and just be cool and have fun and, and pretend like you're just, you're just hanging out to have a good time. Maybe if there's alcohol involved because it could be a social lubricant, you could have, I don't know what you guys do, hang out and then, and then have your goal in the back of your mind be like, you want to kiss this guy for the first time. And then I bet you will because there's, it would be crazy. I would be completely shocked if you told me, like, this guy, like, what is he going to do? Put his hand in your face and be like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just, be, just be flirty and hang out with this guy and, like, and, um, I don't know, just be flirty and kiss him on the cheek or, like, you know, find excuses to touch him. I do that all the time with everybody. It's kind of ridiculous because I'm probably a very, very, very flirty person, but I don't even realize that I'm flirting anymore because I'm just, like, I flirt with women and men and I... I touch people's chest and I lean in and I go, oh, my God, no way. And I, like, touch their hand or their head or their, yeah, I put their, my hand on their knee and or, like, stop. You know, I don't know. I just do all these things and it's, like, and, 
for me, it sucks because I think everybody thinks that I'm flirting with them, and they're like, what's up with Lexi? Isn't she, like, I don't, is that how she is with everybody? Or is it how, so why don't you do some of that with this dude? Yeah. And just, and just be flirty, like, you know, find excuses to touch him, like, you know, in, in like, casual way. Like, that was so funny. I don't know. Or, like, or, or ask him a question, ask him if he wants a drink, put your hand Oh, can I get you something? Or like, or are you going to the bar? I was gonna. Are you? Uh, I'm gonna have. I don't know what you guys are gonna do, but like, does any of this make sense for help? Because I feel like you've so got this in order. You're just. You just need to know that like, you're enough. It's gonna be okay. You have so much more power than you know. Like, you're a 21 year. You're a 20 year old girl in Los Angeles at UCLA, and you, you got no problem. You know what I mean? Like. I'm just happy you I, – I was going to make a date rape joke or something. I, I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't want to make a date rape joke, but do you feel make okay? Make sure? I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I mean, I can't. But so, like, everything's going to be fine. Do you feel better? Okay. Okay. I feel I feel a little better, but I, I really won't feel better until I text or until the school year starts and I can text this guy. But, like, I'm not completely, like, socially retarded, like, I've had opportunities. I just never took advantage of them, and I'm just so used to always being the guy's friend and never, like, a girl that guys think of as, like, a flirty person. So I've just never tried to escape that sort of confined. But, I mean, I'm going to try, so I'm, I'm going to have to. But also, like, actually, yeah. Sometimes, you know, guys are shy, too. Like, you like you, you seem like you're very smart, and, you, you know, you, when it doesn't come to flirting, I guess, like, you can, you know, maybe you're, you're, I mean, are you like me? Do you talk a lot? Like, it sounds like you have a big personality. Yeah, I talk strong, a lot. I talk all the time. If you're, if, you're, if you're a strong woman and you have a big personality, you will tend to attract guys who are more introverted or not as strong as you, but strong in other ways, but just that their strengths will, will manifest in other ways. And, like, so sometimes just realize it's not all about you. Get into the other person's head. Sometimes men are shy or men don't want to come off a fucking date rapist. They don't want to be, you know, like if you don't make a move and you're not flirty or you're not giving the signs or openings or anything, they're not going to try because they're, like, scared or, or they don't want to make a fool of themselves. So, like, you've got to meet them halfway and kind of, like, Show them like, all right, I'm putting this out. Any takers? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And like, and by the way, when is this guy coming back to town? A week. In a week. Okay, great. I mean, you could text him anytime. It's like my friend Dallas would tell me, don't would say, don't text the guy if he's not in town because it's useless anyway because he's not in town. But if you just want to get the ball rolling and start texting, you can. But you know, it's probably the more logical thing that a guy would do is he texts when the person is back. Yeah. I'm also just one of those girls where if a guy doesn't text me back, I just lose my shit and have to turn off my phone and don't look at it for, like, a week because I'm just, like, terrified that he won't respond. Oh, no. I wrote this on my website the other day because I had to do it with myself. Before you send a text, you have to be okay with not getting a a response text because chances are, like, sometimes the person really doesn't get the text Sometimes they don't know what to say and they forget about it or they're in the middle of something or they're sleeping when they get it and they think they respond. I don't know. That's what happens to me. Sometimes I don't get back to somebody because I'm like, oh, fuck, I totally forgot because when I got that text, I was, you know, it was noon and I was still in bed and then I just, like, looked at it and I thought it was a dream. I don't know. Like, you have to be okay with it. You can't take it personally if somebody doesn't text you back. Your whole life's worth isn't wrapped up in that text yeah. that somebody doesn't, you know? Like, so it's all good. All you're doing is going, hey, what's up? Like, 
you want to hang out or I was thinking about you, we should go do something, you're allowed to do that. That's not a desperate, embarrassing text. I will, I will say definitely don't double text. Like don't send two texts back to back. Like if you don't hear from him, yeah. don't text again. So just be like, hey, it's me. I was just thinking about you. Are you back? We should get together and have lunch or a drink or something. You know, a drink is flirty, plus you are underage. I don't know if he's, like, a teacher at school or whatever the fuck he is, but, like, <laughs> you know, just be like, hey, I was just thinking about you. You could actually quote me on this, like, listen back to the rebroadcast or, like, whatever. Um, download this episode and just copy what I'm saying. Hey, it's Sam. I was just thinking about you. Are you back in L.A. yet? We should get together or have lunch or something. Let me know. X, X. You know what I mean? That way, like, you're asking for a reply text. Let me know. Like, you're giving your, like, you know, because sometimes we text and we don't give the other yeah, person that. Yeah, sometimes there's nothing to respond to. Exactly. But in a perfect world, if they want to respond, they would keep the conversation going. But this is an initial text you're sending to this guy you have a crush on. It's operation make out with a guy you like and then eventually have sex with someone who cares about you. Um, that's, what the, that's what this operation is. So let me know what happens. Text him in a week. Text him when I told you to text him. And if you never text back, which, of course, he's going to text you back. It's a girl flirting with him, saying she wants to hang out. Like, what guy wouldn't? And if he doesn't, he's either in a relationship or he's gay or he, he just doesn't want to for whatever reason. That's all good. You can live with that. Who cares? It doesn't matter. You didn't do anything wrong. So let me know what happens. Okay. I'll let you know. Okay. Thank you, Sam. Oh, my goodness. This is so exciting. Um, Area code. This is fantastic, all these phone calls. I don't have to talk about my, my life and my thoughts and feelings. Area code 416. Hey. Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Addison. Um, I'm calling from Canada, and I am 19 officially. 19? Happy birthday. This is great. From Canada. Where in Canada? Yeah, Toronto. Where is that? Oh, Toronto? Yeah. Oh, great. I really want to go to Vancouver. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want oh, to go to Vancouver. That's the place to be. I, I, have, I have family there, so I want to go there. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I haven't been, but, yeah, I heard it's awesome, and there's always filming down there. Exciting stuff. Tell me what's going on with you. Oh, gosh, okay. So um, I live in a building, and we have a pool located in this building, and the lifeguard for that pool, I've kind of been, like, crushing on him for the whole summer, and I'll just, like, make up excuses to go to the pool and, like, force my friends to come over. And it's just weird. It's a really new thing for me because usually I like people that I know, but I don't know him at all. So I just don't I don't know how to, like, approach it. So you've been going downstairs in your bathing suit all the time and just, like, not talking to him but, like, waving? Or do you make small talk? Or what happens? Yeah, like, like so far. Walk me through it. Yeah, so far it's been small talk. Um, we know each other's names, but that's probably about all as far as it goes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I, I definitely don't make it obvious. Hmm. How old is he? I don't know. He looks like he's 22. He looks like he's 22. I love it. You're like, I'm not sure. <laughs> 27. Um, okay, well, why don't you, next time you go down there, I mean, do you go by yourself all the time, or do you ever go with friends? Oh, I always drag my friends over. Oh, you do? Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, why don't you, next time, just uh, 
I mean, this is your apartment, you said? This is your apartment complex? Where is this? Yeah. Yeah. It is. There's it's a very pool cool. attached to it. It's, it's, it's cool you have a pool. I'm, I'm excited that you have a pool. Um, uh, so next time, just go like, hey, how old are you? And what do you what do you do when you're not a lifeguard? Just like start making conversations. It's okay mm-hmm. to talk to a guy. It's okay to have conversations with people. It's one of my favorite things to do, especially with strangers. Oh my god, this has nothing to do with that. But uh, the other day, I was waiting in line. I mean, just to give you an example of the extreme, and I wasn't even trying to hit on a guy. Um, oh my god, you guys, hold on one second. I think there's somebody at at my door. I'm scared. Hold on. Stay where you are. Fuck. <laughs> Okay, everything's fine. Um, anyway, okay, that was a close call. Um, all right, here's a here's an extreme example of 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 a girl talking a lot to a guy, and I wasn't even trying to hit on the guy, so maybe I thought I didn't have anything to lose. But this is how I act with everybody all the time, pretty much. Not really, but kind of. Um, okay. Except when I'm trying to make a really good impression, and then I'm and then I'm more um, I'm, I'm more calm. But uh, I was waiting in line at the supermarket. And I was very quiet, calm, cool, collected. And then when the checker, who I know, I see him all the time in Whole Foods, when he went, hey, anything new? I completely exploded, and I went, oh, my gosh, so many new things. I'm having so many thoughts and feelings. I have a boyfriend now. I officially have a boyfriend. It's been, like, two years since I've had a boyfriend. It's, like, super exciting. (laughs) So, anyway, so, and, like, I don't know if he was into it, but, like, he was, like, okay, okay, that's good. And then uh, we had a little conversation about it. And I know the guy in front of me who was just grabbing his bags and walking out of the Whole Foods was, like, you know, looking at me like I was a crazy person because I had been, like, keeping in all my feelings, and I just basically exploded the month, like, when it was my turn to mm-hmm. be rung up and check out. So some people talk a lot. That's an example of that. You don't have to be that, you know, kooky, insane person who overshares. That's for me to do. But what you can do is find the happy medium and – Start up a conversation because it's super fun and not scary at all and liberating and the best part of the whole – the best part of life is talking to strangers, meeting new people, asking questions. We're all like just we – we all come out of vaginas. We all have to figure out how to make money. We all get sick and sometimes or whatever and do gross stuff. We all fall in love and have sex and don't fall in love and have weird issues with our parents and blah, blah, blah. We're all going through the same stuff pretty much. And there's so many of us from all around the world. And we're in different countries and religion is involved. Like tons of, tons of stuff. So let's make new friends all the time and talk to people. So what you should do when you're wearing your super cute bathing suit, whether it's a one-piece or, or a bikini, I don't know what it is, just be like, you know, kind of take a spot with your friends kind of near the, the lifeguard thing. And if you're too high up to talk to, or can you still talk to them? He shouldn't be too high up, right? He is kind of elevated, and usually I talk to him when I'm entering and when I'm leaving, but not oh when I'm in the pool. I'd have to, like, yell. Oh, my God. What an awkward, funny situation. This is like a scene from, like, some, like, girls or something. Um, I know. Um. Well, let's see. Maybe before you're about to, like, dip your toe in the pool, is the, is the pool heated? Yeah. Oh, God, so I was going to, hopefully there would be a, an opening for you to be like, oh, it's a little chilly, or I don't know, you can, like, put your toe in. And um, yeah, I've, I've had a friend tell me I should pretend to drown. I'm like, I don't think so. Oh, my God, you know, you should, you should, uh, you could even ask him that. You can go, hey, has anybody ever pretended to drown so they could start talking to you? And he'll be like, what? Um, why don't you just go, so wait, what's his name? You don't have to tell me his name if you don't want to. Mark. Okay, his name is Mark. You should go, 
Mark, how old are you? And he'll go, I'm 22, why? And he'll go, I don't know, I was just wondering. Like, um, I don't know, because I always see you when I know your name, but I don't know anything about you, and I feel like I see you all the time because I go swimming all the time. Mm-hmm. That's a very logical way to start a conversation. So now you know he's 22, and you can be swimming. Then you get out of the pool, and then, you know, as you're walking past the lifeguard thing again, go, how come you wanted to become a lifeguard? And then he'll be like, well... One day I watched this movie about surfing and blah, 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 and then they'll tell you some weird boring story or some cool story. I don't know. And then then as you're leaving to go, see, when you get there, you have an initial conversation. Then you go swimming. Then you get out of the pool, have another little conversation. Then you go swimming again, you jump back in. Then when you're fully ready to leave the pool, you have your third conversation with him, and you go, go, what do you do when you're not lifeguarding? And he goes, well, I'm going to school for uh, marine biology or whatever he's going to say. And and then... um, then, then you've gotten to know him a little bit more. And then mm-hmm. let's see let's see if he asks you anything. Let's see if he engages. I hate it when you talk to a guy and they might be interested, but they're such boneheads they don't even, like, ask you about yourself. Like, yeah. I can't say. I, I don't like that one bit. I think it's really annoying, like, when you have to make all the effort. Like, that's happened. I've met a bunch of guys. That happens with band guys, too. Anyway, whatever. Like, you meet a bunch of guys. And then you're talking to all of them, and then they don't ask you anything about you. It's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why do women have to put forth so much effort? I guess men have to put a lot of effort into stuff, too. We're just talking about certain dudes. Anyway, have this exchange with him, and, and you know, step by step, you'll get to know him more. And then okay. see if he asks you anything. So, I don't know. When are you going to go swimming again? I'm probably going to go tomorrow, because I can't help myself. <laughs> yeah, That's tomorrow. so great. Um, yeah. I think that's very exciting. Has any of this helped you at all? Yes. I think the whole um, idea of, like, mid-swim getting out and, like, showing, like, that effort, because I think I definitely try to make it seem like, you know, I, I don't pay too much attention, but I actually do, but I try to be really blasé about it. I know that game. Yeah, I totally yeah. know that game. Now you yeah. have a game plan. You have a total game plan. You know when to talk to them, what moves you're making, what your motivation is. You know, you're arriving, you're going in the pool, getting out, you're having a chat, you're going back in, you're leaving, you're having a chat. Fantastic. Okay, let me know how it goes. Let's see if he's even cool. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, my goodness, there's an 818 caller that was calling, and now he's not calling anymore. Oh, well, it's totally fine. You guys, phone lines are still open. I was going to do a bit of a longer show, but now I think I might wrap it up. But if you do want to call in and you have something you want to ask that's burning a hole in your heart, dial 646-378-0649. I went to therapy this last week. Maybe it was last week. Oh, yeah. It was the day after the last podcast I did. I went to therapy with my dad. That was very cathartic, very interesting. I forgive my dad for anything I was mad at him for. Although he is frustrating to be around sometimes, that is his personality, and but I'm no longer like holding on, at least consciously, to like being angry about stuff that happened when I was brought up. As far as things I might do, uh, I'm sure that I mean I definitely have behavior and things I do that are a result of the way I was raised. Obviously, like. Those things, those are, those are okay, those things, except for the things that are not good. There, there are a few residual things I notice that I do, like like I'm dating this guy now. 
Um, it still feels funny to say I'm a boyfriend because it's like so new, but whatever. I do like I love the word boyfriend. I think it's so chic. I think it's like even more chic than like I think it's cool. And I love it when like old people are boyfriend and girlfriend. Like seventy year olds or eighty year olds are like, oh my boyfriend. Because I've been watching a lot of the Golden Girls lately, and I like it when uh, when like Sophia has a boyfriend and she's like a hundred or something. Anyway, I think it's very chic. Um, huh? What's my point? Oh yeah. So I haven't had a boyfriend in a while, and I'm very I am very healthy, and I'm a good communicator, and I don't start drama like I used to. Sometimes, and, but the minute I catch myself doing it, oh, here's what I've noticed. Sometimes when everything's fine and I'm on the phone with the person that I'm dating, I will think, oh, my God, like, nothing's wrong. I have to start trouble. Like, it, where's the problem? Where's the problem? Like, I want to start something, but because that feels familiar to me. Like, that's my go-to. I don't do it. Like, I haven't been. Um, like, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, I don't get sensitive or, like, blah, 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 or, like, anyway, I'm all over the place. But, like, it's interesting. Like, that's where my brain goes. It doesn't mean I follow through with it because, like, I don't want to exhaust the person I'm with. I don't want to exhaust myself. I'm a grown-up. Like, I'm smarter than that. But, like, it's interesting. Like, you can you can know what your behavior is and then just go the other way. So I'm, like, going the other way. Um, What else? Oh, that is something interesting, though. Oh, wait. That is something interesting I talked about with my therapist today in, in, in therapy. Um, I went today instead of instead of going tomorrow because I usually go every Thursday. Anyway, you don't need to know this information. Um, I'm so PMSing, by the way. I'm about to get my period in a major way. Oh, wait. Um, I'll finish my thought in two seconds. I'm going to get to the 818 telephone call calling. Just give me a second, 818. Stay where you are. I have to finish my thought. Um, what the fuck was my point? Oh, for a moment. Oh, yeah, because one of these things, something about, like, me... I'm going to try to get deep for a second if, you, if I can even remember. Because I did have a few moments of clarity in the last two weeks. So, like, so I went to therapy with my dad. And, like, in my, like, just on my own, like, consciously realizing, like, oh, I don't want to be mad at my dad and continuing having the story. Like, oh, I'm my dad did this and he did this and I'm so mad, blah, blah. Like, so boring. I don't give a fuck. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, what is that, my excuse to, to do fucked up shit or be weird or, like, make bad choices for myself? Like, I am, I have taken care of myself. I've re-raised myself. I make good choices. I surround myself with really wonderful, thoughtful, considerate, kind people, one of which I'm dating. And, like, you know, like, I go to therapy. I don't smoke. I, I'm loving. I try not to talk shit. I am judgmental. I do notice I pay attention to details and I do notice things that I don't love and I like, you know, that's how I decide what I what I head towards and what I steer away from because I'm judging things. I'm going, and that's not a bad thing. I go, oh, I don't want that for myself. Well, maybe I'm not, I don't wish anybody dead or I don't hate them, but I definitely go like, oh, I don't like that choice. So I'm going to go over here because these people are all into that choice. They don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. But I'm not going to like hang out with them and tell them what to do or wish them dead or whatever or call the guy. I don't know. Anyway, I try to make good choices for myself. Um, so in that moment, I think, I don't know where I was. I believe I was driving past an American Apparel, and I was like, fuck, I forgive my dad. I'm not mad anymore. 
it doesn't serve me to be mad because all that anger just like lives inside of me, like, and it sucks for me. So it's like I don't, and I just don't care anymore. Everything's fine. I have a great life. Like I'm very thankful for my life. Like you know, like I, I'm a fucking like. I don't mean this in a bizarre way, but it's like I'm a fucking white girl with bangs in Los Angeles. Like, you know, like, I, I'm like, have a really fucking nice life. Like, I'm not rich. I, but I, I'm like healthy. I only make a living doing what I love doing. Uh, the reason I said the white thing is just kind of making fun of myself because it's like, what problems do I fucking have? I could probably, like, shoplift in a store and, and nobody would even suspect me because I'm a fucking, fe- like, Caucasian female living in America. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I can get away with, with a lot of stuff, and that, that sucks. I'm saying it's, like, a fucked up thing. That's why I'm just, like, identifying that, like, you know, I have a roof over my head. I shop at Whole Foods. I get my nails done. I have no complaints. Everything's really great. But I put all these, like, um... Is it constrictions? What's the, what's the word? I put all the all this pressure on myself to be successful, and like I don't do things that I don't want. like. I, I write. I do this podcast. I like produce stuff. Like what? I just like I do a lot of shit, and all this stuff I like I do is creative, and I love it, and like I'm and um all of it is like career stuff that like makes me want to wake up early in the morning to do it. Like I love all the stuff I do. It's not soul draining or soul sucking. So I'm lucky in that sense, and I will have a point maybe. Just bear with me. I'm, I'm having a rant. Um, but I used to, and I and have, like, this need to, like, make a ton of money or to, like, be really successful on some grand level so I could, like, show my dad or people who are mean to me or, like, people who made fun of me or, like, probably because I – anyway – I had this need to, like, be really successful and whether that was financially or, like, well-known or something. Like, I don't know which of the two, probably both, because I needed to prove myself and, and, and all this shit. And, like, for the first time the other day, I went, I don't give a fuck. Oh, my God, I let all of that go. I don't know what happened, but it was, like, a very important, huge thing for me. Like, because I was only carrying that subconsciously, too, even. You know, like, I wasn't even, it's not like this. I didn't. I don't have a mantra over my bed being like, you know, like make a gazillion dollars and like be famous. Like I don't, but I think in the back of my mind, obviously I have a website and I put my, you know, face all over it and blah 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 because like you know I do put myself out there. I act, but I, but you know I do have skills. I, I do write and I do like making people laugh because it makes me happy to make people laugh. I don't know, and I like laughing and blah blah. I like all the shit I do, but in the back of my mind I have the subconscious need to be successful or make lots of money. Um, and I think a lot of that was because I want to, like, prove myself to my dad or, like, show him or, like, be validated by him and be like, Dad, did I do it? Are you proud of me? Are you proud of me? Like, am I good enough now? Do you love me? Do you love me? And, like, it's so bizarre, like, forgiving him. And I forgave him before he even went to therapy and, like, sitting sitting down with him in therapy. And, I, you know, I forget, forgave him on my own in my brain, just, you know, like, whatever, silently in my mind. Um, and and then, and then later, like, sitting down with him in therapy and, like, holding his hand and talking to him and, like, having him talk to my therapist and us just having this kind of discussion about how he was raised and how he feels, like, how he operates in the world and and uh, kind of learning more about him 
and his impression of me. It's, I can't get too specific because that's his business, but, I mean, I do reveal a lot on this thing, but, like, getting to know my dad more and see where he comes from and see how he was raised and the way he thinks about himself and, like, how he matters in the world or how he doesn't matter in the world and, and all this stuff, it, like, made me think, oh, okay, like, oh, like, this is all he knew. This is about him. This is all he could do. This is how he, like, you know, nobody gets an instruction manual on how, how to raise their kids and everything. And, and like, and I'm losing my moment of clarity. And I, but the bottom line is I let go of this need to, like, prove myself to him because he's, like, in this thing with himself. Like, he, I'm okay with me. I used to not be. And I used to want to prove so much to this person. But why? And now it's over, and I'm glad I'm not doing that anymore. And it's all very new, and I'm totally rambling on my podcast. But I, but like, like it doesn't mean I don't want. I, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I love writing. I'm gonna. I want to write a book. I have all these goals. Blah blah blah. But I want to do those things because I want to do those things. Now I'm not so hard on myself, going, Oh God, you must be fucking successful. Because like, Jesus, like. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to try to get these things done and because and, they bring me happiness and, like, and not be so fucking hard on myself and not feel like And know that while I'm doing those things or if I don't do them or if I do do them, I'm just as, I'm going to use terminology my therapist uses, and maybe this resonates for other people listening um, who might not think they're enough until they're skinny enough or successful enough or famous or cool or wearing the right outfit or blah, blah. You're just, I'm, I'm just as sacred. I don't, I don't really ever say sacred. I'm just saying this because my therapist says it, and I'm, I'm embarrassed now. But like, I'm just as sacred if I don't do that shit. I'm just as sacred if I do get all the things that I truly enjoy doing. If I get all that stuff accomplished, I'm, I'm just as sacred while I'm doing it. I, I'm, I'm allowed to exist. I'm allowed to be here, and that's why I'm like. And I don't need to prove myself to anybody, be it my father or whoever, blah, blah, blah. And it's just interesting, like, sit, sitting with my dad during, during therapy and, like, kind of not, not feeling bad for him, but just being like, oh, he's just some other person who, like, didn't feel good enough or felt like he needed to compete or maybe his all his dreams didn't come true. And, and like, maybe he's projecting things the way he feels about himself, like, on me. And I don't know. So we're all fucking, nobody's perfect. We're all figuring it out and, like, um, I'm just so thankful I go to a therapist and like, I don't know. Uh, oh shit, what have I done with this podcast? Am I going? Am I spiraling out of control? Um, yeah. So now I love my dad. He's in my life. Everything's fine. We are very different people, but uh, but I love him and I'm no longer angry. Sometimes I can't be around him. I can't be around him all the time because if I were to be around him all the time, it's just too much. So I have to have boundaries and like you know. Anyway. Oh, and that's another point that my therapist made that we were talking about, about how, like, if, you're, if we're already enough, like, if everybody's, we're, we're fine. Like, everybody's already enough. Like, we don't need to fucking be happy all the time. Like, that's, oh, I did this XM, serious XM radio show on Monday. Um, this guy, Neil Strauss, he wrote this book called The Game, and he has this, like, dinner party conversation uh, radio show thing called The Inner Circle. And this is my second time doing it. So I did it 
and one of the other guests was this guy named Bob Forrest. And Bob Forrest used to be in a band called, like, Thelonious Monster. Is that the name of the band? But now he, like, he was also on that show, uh, Celebrity Rehab or Intervention or whatever the fuck it is with Dr. Drew. And he's, like, this really cool guy who wears a hat, and he's all badass, and he looks very, like, Laurel Canyon, kind of, like, you know, old-school rocker. He's just he's super cool and badass. And what we were talking about was, like, we're living in this culture and it gets more and more intense all the time um, over the years. We live in this culture that, like, says, like, you're not enough. You're not enough. You're not enough. And I said this earlier when that girl was calling about, like, you know, feeling uncomfortable in her skin and she feels awkward and she's never kissed a guy and she's 20 and blah, blah, blah. But we live in this time where it's, like, like, that says, like, you are not enough. You have to be happy. And, like, you have to be beautiful, and you have to be this and that, and take this pill so you're happy and you're not uh, socially uh, awkward or uncomfortable. Or wear this outfit, because this is what you're supposed to wear. Like, every fucking thing, this is what we talked about, was, like, 70% of what we see in our culture is aimed at, like, making us buy something to, like, or, like, feeds and cashes in on our insecurities of not feeling like we're enough. Like makeup ads or fucking skin stuff, skincare, uh, pills. Like, well, I'm just I'm going off on this fucking tangent anyway. But uh, it would be really interesting. That's maybe a lesson. That's a lesson for me that I'm trying to sit with. And, and I don't want everybody to hear this. And I know I'm rambling, but like somewhere, the lesson is just remember that like you're fine. You're fine with no makeup. You're fine if you're uncomfortable and awkward. Just talk about it. That's what I like to do. You're totally fine. There's no right way to be. Like, don't buy into all this fucking shit. I mean, I'm probably completely being a hypocrite right now because on my website, a lot of it is like, you got to do this and this and this. So, like, a lot of that is a joke. It's like, who gives a fuck what I say on my website? It's a joke. If I say something like on the blind leading the blind, like, you know, only wear dark denim and plaid shirts. It's like, go fuck yourself, Alexi. Like, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Like, I don't need to go to APC and buy the thing. Like, you buy whatever the fuck you want. Don't buy whatever the fuck you don't want to buy. Anyway, you're fine. Just accept yourself and don't buy into the shit. Okay, I'm, just, I'm all over the place. I'm trying to take in life lessons that I'm learning from my therapist, who is, like, my, my life coach. Um, oh, life coach. All right, area code 818. Hey. You really waited a long time, and I appreciate that. Who's this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Uh, it's Chad, 19, Studio City. Chad, tell me everything. What's happening? Um, nothing too crazy. Just um, I work in this. I work in a Barnes and Noble, but in the Barnes and Noble, there's also like, it's like a there's there's a Barnes and Noble, and it's also a Starbucks. So there's this girl that works in like a it's like a women's fashion boutique next door, and she always comes in every day to get something from the Starbucks. So she's really good looking, and I wanna I wanna like approach her, but I don't know how to. And it's kind of weird because she works in like a legit like it's strictly a women's boutique, so there's nothing I can go there and like pretend to buy or anything just to have an excuse to talk to her. So I don't know what to do. What should I do? Hmm. But you know her enough to know she works at a women's boutique at the mall? Like, why she told you that? No, I, it's just because, like, I, I, I see she works in the boutique. It's right, it's right next door. So why didn't you just start up a conversation? Have you ever spoken to her ever? Uh, never. Huh. So why don't you just say, 
so where do you work? Just ask her where she works, even though you already know. And, uh, you know, I see her all the time, like, where do you work? And then she'll go, oh, I work at the boutique next door. And you're like, oh, my God, and she'll come in and check it out. And, oh, it's only girl stuff. And then go, oh, I don't care. I, my mom would like something or I can get my friends. Something. I don't know. Like, just start the conversation, ask her where she works, then pop by and go and look for stuff for your mom or your friend, your sister that you don't have, or maybe you do have a sister. I don't know. Like, and then, um, but is there, like, an attraction? Does she look at you or you just notice her? Um. Well, I, I originally noticed her, but, like, every once in a while, like, when she passes through, she'll, like, smile at me or something. But I don't know. It's just it's just awkward for some reason. Maybe I'm making it awkward, more awkward than it should be. But I'm really, like, anxious for some reason about making a move on her. I can't seem to force myself to do it. That's okay. I'm sure she's shy, too. But I feel like you're probably making it more awkward, and it's all in your head. But, uh... Like, don't put her on a pedestal. Take her off that pedestal. She's just, she's another, it's like, you should watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It's about two kids who work at the mall. It's great. Have you seen that movie? Uh, say it again. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Have you seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Uh, I don't think I have. Oh, my God. Please, Chad, please. Run, don't walk to your computer. <laughs> watch Netflix. Watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It might not even be on Netflix. It might be only on Amazon. But, okay. You have to be bold, all right? This is a life lesson into making bold moves. You've got to get shit done. Here's what you do. Like, assume she already has a crush on you. Just think of yourself as a really cool dude, because you are, and she will, if she got to know you, she'd have a huge crush on you, because you're Chad, and you're awesome, and you're in Studio City, and you listen to Boy Crazy Radio, and you're very in tune with your feminine side, and you look out for your friends, and you're a great guy, and uh, just... You're very charming, and you have a really soothing voice. I love your voice. It's lovely. I remember what you look like. You described yourself, but do it again. How tall are you? 6'1". Six 6'1". One. Six one. Uh, are you a good dresser? I think so, yeah. But are you wearing, like, a Starbucks uniform at the Barnes & Noble, or what are you wearing? No, no, no. I work, I work at the Barnes & Noble, so I pretty much wear whatever I want. Huh, okay. So you're at Barnes & Noble. You're wearing whatever you want. Just say, like, you come in here all the time. Do you work here? That's the perfect intro. You come, I see you here all the time. Do you work in the mall? Even though you know she does, yeah. that's your pin, all right? All right. Sounds good. Let's do some role-playing. Let's do some role-playing. We're going to – we got to see if you can. Ready? And action. Hi. Wait, oh, oh. wait. Are, are you me or am I you? No, no, you're you. I'm the girl. Okay. And you just have to be like – Hey, I see you here all the time. Do you work at the mall? Okay, action. okay, okay. Do you say action? Action. Hey, I see you here all the time. Do you work in the mall? Oh my god, I do. Yeah, I work right next door. Do I come here all the time? Yeah, I see you here all the time. What? Uh, I don't know where to go from here. This is too hard. No, it's just put one foot in front of the other. You're totally safe. It's only me. It's Alexi. <laughs> it's just me, and it's okay. Like, you're allowed to talk to this girl. She is probably disgusting. I'm sure she does gross stuff, like goes to the bathroom and picks at her face and does, like, horrible <sighs> weird things that women don't do. I'm not disgusting. I hope I hope she's not one of those kind of girls. <laughs> okay? So, like, don't right. put her on a pedestal. Knock her off that pedestal, but then when you get a date with her, put her right back on that pedestal. Okay, here we go. Um, Absolutely. 
and you're you're awesome. You're you're gorgeous. You have a big private. You have a job. You're saving your money. You're not going to work at Barnes and Noble forever, but if you work there for another year, that's totally fine. Um, you're going. To, are you going to college? Yeah. You have a lot to offer. Okay, so if you're. Oh yeah, don't you want to write? Yeah. Okay, I remember you. Okay, I, I remember all the, you call a lot. I know. All right, so okay, <laughs> and action. Hi, I see you here all the time. Do you work in the mall? Cut. Okay, I I don't want it to sound so rote. You have to sound. You have to be like. I see. You have to be like more natural. But do you think your delivery will change when you see her in person? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I'll be less weird and robotic when I see her in person. <laughs>
uh, three opportunities for discussion. Now you have your in. Next time you're going to see her, you know exactly what to say. Hey, I see you all the time. Do you work at the mall or what's going on? Or do you just love Barnes & Noble? Anything, any excuse. I, I, you know, I will go to Whole Foods and, uh, well, not anymore because I have a boyfriend. But, uh, okay, I still go to Whole Foods, though. But I can go to Whole Foods, and if I see an attractive guy, I just come up like, it's like I'm, it's like I'm the Terminator. It's like I'm fucking, like, all of a sudden, like, there's like a, I have like a computer screen in my brain, and it goes like, beep, boop, beep, beep, boop, and I like, take, take inventory. I take inventory of his outfit, I zero in on his tennis shoes, or his socks, or whatever, and I, and I, or I see what he's picking out, or I look at the, the mood and expression on his face, fucking Terminator styles, and I pick out anything that I can use for a conversation, to start a conversation. Oh, I like your papa's color with your red socks there, mister. And they'll go, oh, thanks. And I go, yeah, didn't go unnoticed. Like, that's how I operate. But maybe I am the best flirt in the entire world. That is a possibility. I could probably have a conversation with a Yeah, I could talk to a cat for hours. I could talk to a rock. Um, I could, you know, I talk to myself in the privacy of my apartment on my podcast, sometimes with no phone call, no pe- nobody calling in. I just talk and talk and talk. But All right, how about this? Oh, about this? All right, yeah, is there yeah. anything I should definitely not do? Like, is there any, like, absolute, like, no's as far God, as... God, I mean, use your best judgment. Don't be like, I love your boobs, or I want to come on your face. Like, don't don't say, like, weird... <laughs> I mean, don't say anything sexual. Don't be like, um, don't be too self-deprecating. Don't be like, I'm stupid, or that was dumb, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, don't keep saying I'm sorry. Just be, like, cool. Like, slow it down a bit. Don't feel the need to fill all the silence. You know what I mean? Like, listen to her. Ask her questions. Listen to her. Respond. Don't overshare. Don't, like, don't get nervous and feel the need to fill all the silence. And uh, right. I don't know what. Don't, maybe don't. Maybe don't jump into stuff about religion, ex-girlfriends, mm-hmm. ex-boyfriends, um, sex, uh, weight stuff. Don't call anybody fat or stupid, or don't use the word retarded because you don't want her to be like, my mom's retarded, like and fat in a wheelchair. You know what I mean? Don't make any weird like jokes where it's all of a sudden you find that like you meet her mom and her mom is like disabled and and uh, you know. Uh, learning. To say, I don't know. Just don't say anything crazy. I won't. I try not um, to. I want to hear back from you next Wednesday and tell me exactly what happened. And I don't let don't let me down. It's Operation Talk to This Girl Week. All right. We'll do. I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. Thank you, Dad. Oh my goodness. I think I have a I have a Skype call behind the yellow tape. Oh hi. Is that how it displays hi. my name? That's what it says behind the yellow tape. Who's this? <laughs> My name's Joey. Um, what is that? I've got, like, Joey. Joey, and how old are you and where are you calling from? I'm older than 18 and I'm in California. <laughs> you're older than 18 and you're in California? Correct. Very good. Tell me everything. <laughs> I was hoping to catch you in the middle of that call with that other guy because um, I was enjoying the role-playing thing, but I was thinking, um, I, mean, I was reminded of when I took Aikido and we, um, Archer was teaching us sword fighting. We used these wooden swords, but as a new guy, and he um, must have been like 17, but he gave me this really heavy wooden sword. It was like really big and bulky, 
and would have me do all these things that everyone else is doing. It was so much harder. This bulky big sword, and um, but then eventually when you put a regular sized weapon in my hand, I found it much easier to wield, and I was it's much cleaner. Point Wait, being, we have a bad have... connection. Wait, we have a really bad connection. Like you're in and out, so I can't tell if it's like a prank call and you're talking about swords and weirdness, or like what's happening because your connection is <laughs> no, really choppy. No, um, I was just uh, sorry. Um, sorry, let me get closer to my mic. Um, is this any better? Maybe. Well, what's what's going on though? What's your question? Well, I was thinking. Well, no, I was talking about the whole sword thing. Remembering how I was, uh, you had made me think about. Uh, I was given this really bulky weapon to practice sword fighting in my aikido class before, and then when I was given a regular size weapon, I found it was much easier to build. I was much confident right away when I put out the mat. And so, when I was looking at this rolling thing that you're doing with this guy. Um, I, that's what I was hoping to catch in the middle of that. I was thinking it would have been awesome for you to actually give worst scenario responses to him. And oh, you're let so him overcome right. What, what, you're so that right. That way, way, the worst would be experienced. So when he's over there and he's talking to her, you know, you're giving these obnoxious responses and he's worked through them. He's like, oh, this is easy. You know, he goes, uh, hi, as opposed to, who the hell are you? Why are you stalking me? Oh, you're so right. Well, that's true. I guess I, have, I just uh, I feel the need to be lovely to Chad because he calls so often. But wait, oh, you've left messages on my boy crazy voicemail box before. Where you've like, you've talked about like I, the love line thing, right? No. Well, how I did you left messages? You've left messages on my on my voicemail box before. I, I recognize your voice and your name's Joey, right? Yeah, on your voicemail. I have I do have my own show. I don't know if you're subscribed to. It. Maybe you got an automated thing. I don't, but, no, I, I feel like I feel like I've, I feel like I've heard your voice, but the connection is really bad. Do you have a question? No, I was just going to comment on that next time because yeah, I, I heard you mention that this guy's a writer and he has these kind of conversations with them, so I was just sort of suggesting it out to you. Oh my God, thank you so much. I will totally do that. that. That makes so much more sense. Yeah, I should make it more difficult that way. Best case scenario, like yeah, if I make it the worst, and then he actually meets the girl and she's nice to him, he'll be like, oh God, I already got to the worst of it, so I can totally handle this. Um, Thank you, Joey. That's great advice. I appreciate it. I will take it. Um, you hear that, Chad? Uh, we could do a worse role-playing situation because I could still put you on the air. Anyway, I think I'm going to wrap it up now. I don't really want to talk about anything else. Uh, I talked about just – oh, by the way, when I say be okay with yourself, though, and just accept yourself, that does not mean let yourself go and to not look cool. You still have to look cool, try your best, present yourself as the best version of yourself you can possibly present, uh, what else? And uh, yeah, don't become a fucking mess. That's not what I'm saying. Let's keep it cool. Let's keep it cool, people. Let's keep it chic, hip, upbeat, useful. Uh, but at the same time, you know, like yourself or whatever. I just want to make sure there's a happy medium of like, you know, spirituality and acceptance of yourself and not buying into like, you know, uh, our culture, our culture's pressures. But also, yeah, sure, don't, don't you know, take a bunch of uh, antidepressants. That doesn't mean you can't get a cool bang trim and uh, put some mascara on. And uh, I'm not saying you have to buy $7,000 jeans, but you can uh, flip through a magazine for free at the supermarket, put it back on the rack, then go to Goodwill and copy what you saw in the magazine that you liked. You don't have to get it because it's trendy and you think it's cool and you're supposed to wear it. You can still wear it style, you know, follow your own style intuition. Does any of that make sense? Oh, God. And I'm giving people advice. Oh my god, this is why I see a therapist. Anyway, I hope you kind of understand what I what I mean. This is why I feel like 16 year olds relate to me the best. 
because I'm a 16-year-old at heart, and I am going to hang up the phone now. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by iBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday and every Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Follow me on Twitter at iBoyCrazy. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. It's kind of exciting. If you can't call in during the live show, you can always leave me a voicemail message in Boy Crazy Voicemail in the Boy Crazy Voice mailbox, and that number is area code 888-666-2045. Um, I'm play this out with a song. But what song? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, my goodness. And I just wrote and recorded the theme song for Boy Crazy in Bed, or Lexi in Bed. That's the name of my talk show that I produce for my website, imboycrazy.com, and I'm very excited and the next one that's going to come out is with this guy, Avi Buffalo, or Avi Zayner Eisenberg, and he is in a band called Avi Buffalo. And it's very exciting. I just saw a cut of it with the uh, Alexi and Bed theme song, and I'm just ecstatic for you guys to hear it. Now, what am I going to play? Hmm. Maybe this.
The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716-7218. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.